Tense standoffs, often leading to clashes with police, were seen in cities across the country, while in Minneapolis, where George Floyd died after a former police officer pressed a knee on the back of his neck, a city now resembling a war zone, with buildings razed to the ground, stores ransacked and looted, as protesters vent their anger over years of police abuse directed at minority communities. This protester explaining that they are dissatisfied with just the one arrest among the four former police officers involved in Floyd's death. That's one thing, but what else? I don't think you can really settle and be okay with just the arrest of just one of the officers. I feel like it needs to be every officer involved, even the officer that was witnessing it happen in front of his face, because even though he didn't physically commit the crime, even though he wasn't there doing it, you're watching a man lose his life and scream for help, say that he cannot breathe. I feel like there should be justice for that as well. And I don't think it's going to be like there's going to be real justice until these officers are taken down. Listen to Constance Malcolm, the mother of Romali Graham, who was fatally shot by police in his own apartment in New York in 2012. She spoke at a peaceful gathering in Brooklyn. Charges don't mean anything until... One of those people are in jail, doing serious time, and I'm not supposed to slap on the wrist. 25 years, hard time in federal prison. That's the only way they're going to understand. We've been fighting for so long. We saw our ancestors came a long way for us to have voters' rights. We came a long way. We're going to continue to fight until we get justice. In Washington, the National Guard was deployed outside the White House. In New York, pockets of protests around the city's different boroughs saw police overwhelmed as trash dumpsters were set alight and stores looted while they tried to clear the streets, making multiple arrests in a to-and-fro with protesters. Mayor Bill de Blasio. New Yorkers have expressed their desire to address real issues and to address them the right way. And that's the peaceful protesters who have been out today and then the millions of people who watched what was going on but didn't participate. But there were a small number who chose to commit acts of violence who are here only, unfortunately, to agitate and to attack those who protect us, our police officers. And that's just unacceptable. Rubber bullets and tear gas to disperse crowds, a familiar scene now. Few corners of the country remain untouched. Police patrol vehicles, a regular target in multiple locations, smashed, set alight, or both. President Donald Trump said he spoke with Floyd's family, expressing the sorrow of an entire nation, while he later addressed the violence on the streets. My administration will stop mob violence. And we'll stop it cold. It does not serve the interest of justice or any citizen of any race, color or creed, for the government to give into anarchy, abandon police precincts, or allow communities to be burned to the ground. Won't happen. Attorney General Bill Barr warned that legitimate peaceful protests were being hijacked. Unfortunately, with the rioting that is occurring in many of our cities around the country,
The voices of peaceful protest are being hijacked by violent radical elements. Groups of outside radicals and agitators are exploiting the situation to pursue their own separate and violent agenda. All this overshadowing a lurking pandemic in a country worst affected by COVID-19. Social distancing gone, crowds massing together often in running battles, as public health officials shudder at the ramifications. I'm Sherman Rice-Pease in New York.